Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus. Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Don't Blame Me. And today, it's an M&M. Melissa and Megan I'm are excited. back. Me too. I'm 100% human. 100% that bitch. I saw a TikTok that was like um girl like w- like girls in long-term committed relationships singing along to Truth Hurts and it's just like <laughs> very much I was like oh this is me. It's like a girl singing to her boyfriend like mm-hmm. I never going to be side chick and he's like well you're, okay for sure. Like it's yeah. just letting you go off and be yeah. like I don't need no man but also like we're dating. <laughs> we're here. It's my life. 100% that bitch. Um okay so any anything else before I mean I always feel like we, we usually do like an intro with normal yeah. guests. Yeah. Um well we kind of been talking for like thirty minutes day. without the camera oh, for rolling. For sure. <laughs> for sure. Um hmm. well 
cool. I'm trying to think if there's anything. Any fun facts? Any like, have you gone on any dates recently? <laughs> Don't ask me and embarrass me in front of the people. Okay. You want to ask me when my book's getting released to even it out? I know when it is getting yeah, released. True. So I should not you should say. Not. <laughs> Don't say it. Um, well. Yeah. Um, cool. Nice. Any new f- recipes? Um, no, Mots and I made a galette and we're going to make chocolate chip cookies soon, I think. Do you mean the sexual video? Yeah, I don't know. I, I truly was disgusted. I, tru- <laughs> I truly need to figure out if we had like, because so for, I mean, not anyone would know. Melissa says she couldn't watch the video because it looked like I was going to fuck him right there. Yeah, I didn't even have the, she posted a little clip on Instagram and didn't have the volume <gasps> on, on and I was just like, what is going on here? I didn't actually I did not want to know what was going on. All it looked like was Megan was ready to fuck. So and I'm, I was like, yeah. I am so uncomfortable and I will not be watching this video. So I'm trying to figure out we either had sex before or after. And I need to rewatch it again to see like, oh, did we have sex while it was baking in the like do you know what I mean? Like, is there like, like I don't want to know what I you mean. <laughs> I want to figure it out though. Cause it's funny. Maybe the next one we make chocolate chip cookies, I will just like fully have my hand in his pants the whole time. Please and don't, be like, at first I was like, Oh, I can't wait to have your chocolate chip cookies. And now I don't want you know that. You want the shit. secret ingredient is no. semen. <laughs> Ew. Can you imagine? It probably isn't some cookie. True. Not cookie. <laughs> Most of the food that people make Ew. in like restaurants are like, there's yeah, a special you think, sauce. You think it's a powdered sugar glaze? Mm-hmm. Navage. That's my cum. Mm-hmm. Jizzed all over that donut. Or they just like cooked it in to the Ew. food. <laughs> what do you think fried jizz is like? Because you can fry anything. Yeah. But do it you would think have to be a different... lot. I, mm, I get, yeah, I wonder you how much to, like, liquid you would need. First oh, yes. To make it solid. Then put it in whatever batter you're going to use and then <laughs> fry it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Someone's definitely fucking Someone's done that. A hundred percent. You got a deep fryer. Like, you tried like, everything, and you're like, <laughs> people fuck pies. My uh, nemesis. Think about it. If you made your nemesis, oh, just like uh, eat deep fried cum. Mm-hmm. I'd do that to my nemesis. That's mm-hmm. probably the least terrible thing I'd do to my nemesis. Did I ever tell you that someone like DM? Like I've gotten people like people I know in real life who've DM me. They go, "Yo, can you let me in on who your arch nemesis is?" I mean, like, I really when Kelsey know. was here, she was trying to figure it out. I know she'll never know. I know. I've actually told two additional people who um, plug for shared channel, Lily and Jocelyn's channel. Mm-hmm. I've told two of them. They were like, and I finally was like, "Oh!" And they were like, "Holy shit! You that is your arch nemesis." Oh, and they I was didn't like, know. Yeah. No, Lily and Jocelyn. Know, oh, okay. But it, they, they, they're two other girls who work on the channel. Got it. And we were just like talking about something, and I was just kind of like, again, I was with people who all knew, mm-hmm. and so like then you forget that you're like, oh, and I was like, oh, whatever. And they were like, holy shit, okay. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, you get my darkness. Yeah, <laughs> you get my threats. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah. Um, well, now that we've discussed deep frying jizz, <laughs> deep fried jizz. Deep so that's fried jizz. <laughs> the title of this episode deep fried jizz the ads are fully being taken off on youtube um and uh well guys don't blame me it's an advice podcast um we can't give you advice on how to deep fry jizz because we have I mean, yet I to do it said how to do it in theory true mm-hmm. in true uh in true but in practice we don't have personal experience but if any of you let us know give us a call uh leave us voicemails asking uh for advice and things you want help on and then if you're an international listener you can send us an audio file at meganpodcast at gmail.com 
and scene. Hey, Megan and Melissa. So I'm 18 years old, and I recently just moved away from my hometown, graduated, go to college. And my roommate's my best friend, and it's great so far. It's only been a week. But I have a boyfriend, and he followed me to college. Like, he never wanted to go to school. Like, and he just came and followed me. And we've only been together for, like, been talking like maybe, like, four months that we've been together for maybe two. And, or not even, I don't know. But he just, I don't want to be with him. Like, I just want to be able to, like, I'm in college. I just want to be single. I want to be able to do not, like, whatever I want, but, like, whatever I want. And we're in the same major. And it's not, like, a huge school, so I would see him, too. But my major is engineering and that's not a very diverse major like it's mainly men and I'm okay with that like I'm okay like being the only girl in the room or being one of the few but I don't want to be known as his girlfriend so I just don't want to like be in college with a boyfriend and have him be the only way people know me and I just like want to make friends but it's kind of hard when, like, your boyfriend is right behind you and, like, won't let you talk to anybody unless, like, they're talking to him, too. And, I don't know, he's not controlling, but, like, it's hard to get him to understand that I don't want to be known as a relationship. Like, I just want to be able to be known as myself. And this is his first relationship. So he's never, like, had a heartbreak. He's never had a relationship. And... It's not mine, but I'm not nice when it comes to, like, breaking up with people. I just, like, move silly, but then I ghost them. And I know that's not the best thing to do, especially since it's the first breakup, and I'm going to see her on campus. So I, like, know I want to break up with him, but I don't know how to do it. And if we, like, literally make friends or what I'm doing. So any advice you have for me would be great. Thanks. Got a stage five clinger up in here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, first of all, I'm just happy that You're not calling to be like, should I break up with him? Yeah, like you've already made up <laughs> yeah. your mind. And you're um, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, you guys are 18. Mm-hmm. You're just going to college. Like, it's a lot to be taking in and to already be in a relationship when you get to college and then have him around you all the time. It's just a lot. There's a lot of growing that goes in. Mm-hmm. Even just like your first semester, you yeah. you change a lot. And it's true that you, I remember, I mean, I dropped out of college, but there are people who we're all, everyone I went to college with in my grade is like 26. And there You're are people, <laughs> for sure, <laughs> there's everyone that I think of that like, I'm like, oh, yeah, so-and-so, they have a high school boyfriend. Or, like, they have a boy. Like, you are right in the sense that, like, mm-hmm. that is kind of how you will be known as somebody who... I didn't go in with a boyfriend, but I started dating a guy, like... I think we met on, like, the first... We met on the last day of Rush. And that was, like, where he was, like... I met him before that, but, like, we, like... It was, like, the second, third week of school. Mm-hmm. And that was, like, when we were... I was, like, fuck, this is... No one knows me except for being this kind of thing. Um, I will also say... 
to anyone who's listening and taking this from like this, a controlling partner and boyfriend, girlfriend, or anything like that, it comes in so many different shades. So just because someone's not saying like, oh, you can't hang out with your friends, you can't talk to anybody else. But if you feel a pressure, even if they're not explicitly saying it, like by their actions, um, by certain things that they do, if it's not coming from like an aggressive place, but it's coming from like, oh, this just makes me feel really bad about myself place. That's still controlling. Mm -hmm. And that's something that I think like, you obviously don't need to be told that like this is a relationship that should end, but like anyone in general, like controlling can come in the ways of like emotion, emotional manipulation. And it doesn't have to be from someone who's like an aggressor and you are mm -hmm. the, um, I don't know what the other term of that is, but like someone can come at it from like, a, Oh, I'm insecure kind of way and makes you think it's your own idea. Yeah. It's toxic. Yeah. Um, I think like, you break up. I, I understand as two people who ghost, I think yeah. we very much relate. Um, I I think that it's really nice of you. Um, and probably like the more courteous thing is what you're saying is you shouldn't do it. It is his first breakup. Mm -hmm. um, I think in general with anyone who's like a little bit like control. I'm just going to call him controlling, even though you didn't call him controlling with anyone who's a little bit controlling or um, you know that they're maybe more emotionally invested or anything like that. And I think that the best thing that you can do is to not leave any like loose ends. And right. I think it's then in ghosting, it can be kind of like, Oh, I'm waiting around. Oh, what if like, they're still waiting? Yeah. And I Especially think especially because he followed you to that yeah. school. He'll follow you to class every fucking day at yeah. that point. Like, I don't think it's a, I think you want to do a clean break. And mm -hmm. I would say, um, literally just like sit down with him and be like, Hey, I've really like liked dating you. Um, I'm at this point and like where I'm at, I just don't, uh, see us together anymore. And like, I really like appreciated everything that we've had, but, um, I don't have those same, I think it's really important <laughs> to in this situation to say you don't have those same feelings for him anymore. Yeah. Cause if not, then they feel like I can fix I, I what can I'm fix doing this or at a later date, this will be, she'll yeah. come back around. And it's, it's probably the hardest breakup to say because it's just like, and I think you're amazing and great and you're going to be great for somebody else. It's just not me. And I think that that's kind of just where you need to end that and just like that have your peace be said. And then I wouldn't tack on. I'd like to be friends or like I'd like to remain friends or anything like that. I just wouldn't add that on. I also will say <laughs> in this situation, I think, and you you were friends with exes. I mm -hmm. think that there needs to be a grace period so both parties can fully move on and get over because I think there are instances where people are like the person who's uh, instigating the breakup. It's like, I want to be friends. And the person who's heartbroken is like, yeah, I'll be, I'll be friends. And they're not ready to be friends. And then someone else is kind of doing it. So I think the best situation is when like two people naturally come back together and they're both like in good places, but it's not, I think you've dated for, uh, you've been dated for that long, but he's been invested in you enough that I wouldn't say that you can just slip in. And it's not like you realized you guys are better as friends. Mm -hmm. I think it's you're having to break up with him. Um, and then I think be cordial and like when you see him, but I wouldn't treat him in a way that you treat like. And, and you mean like I don't think he needs yeah. like any sort of extra coddling at all. He's like he's an 18 year old. Yeah. And I mean, like you guys have been together for four months, which in like high school terms, that seems like a lot. But now that you're yeah. older, it's really not. No, not at all. And I think it might be awkward for a bit. I went on a date with a guy and then who I had a class with. And then I was like, I'm never doing this again. And it was so awkward once I was like done. That's like me and everyone. Yeah, it's super, college. super, super fucking awkward. But mm -hmm. it 
it's only awkward for a certain period of time and then you move on, you hook up with somebody else, like someone walks in on you when you're showering, something else happens that's awkward in your life and you're like, oh, okay, whatever, this is like, it's all like a manageable sense of awkwardness mm-hmm. and it's not going to last forever. Um, and if he's like being immature or like a lot about it uh, and is like, yeah, if you find that he is getting like a little too attached and like too clingy, don't like, don't don't succumb to it in the sense that you feel like you need to coddle his feelings right. or apologize for any of that like don't you need to set the boundaries because he followed you to college which is fucking in- and you've been together four months that means like when you guys like first started dating yeah he decided to go to college with you because you would have had to have your papers in mm-hmm. sooner yeah it's just not it, it, that's awkward it's yeah it's just a lot and it's like not a normal i don't want to say yeah whatever it's not a normal amount of a lot like this yeah. is someone that like that is a lot and be cognizant of that. And it can be hard when you're in a relationship that kind of moves like very fast in that way that you get used to it, but then realize like, Oh wait, no, if he's like wants to keep hanging out and all of that stuff, I think it's better for both of you mm-hmm. to have like a clean, clean break. break separation. Don't talk, don't mm-hmm. text, don't do any of that. Even if he's like, Hey, I really miss you. And I'm sad. I just want to hang out. Or you feel like you need, like I said, coddle or anything like that. It's not your responsibility. Yeah. You've got your best friend that you're living with. You guys like enjoy college. Like don't settle down with some dude like in your first few weeks. No, Go have fun. Yeah. Have so much fun. So much exploratory fun. Yeah. But be safe Mm -hmm. and Go to class. Get no, good no, that's not what I was going to say. Wear a condom. Yes, that's oh, what I was going to say. That's usually mine is, but then uh-huh. yours is like study. I know, but that's why I pointed to oh, okay. you. <laughs> yeah, wear a condom. <laughs> I mean, or be on, just don't get pregnant yeah. or get an STD mm-hmm. and get tested regularly mm-hmm. and have fun. Have fun. Get it, get it, girl. Um, best and of go luck. To class. <laughs> yeah, and go to class. But best of luck. I'm excited for you. And I just like, yeah. And I admire you for being an engineering student because that shit is hard. Mm -hmm. Like so hard. I ditch. I was like physics when I went to school and I was like, and it was like mostly dudes. Mm -hmm. And I was just like, I can't be around these guys for the next four years. And it was only like 10 people in the program. Yeah. I'm always very impressed when I see like, just I think about like when I see a woman graduate with like an engineering Mm -hmm. degree, it's like, yes, you're smart, but also your tolerance for bullshit. Yeah is insane mm-hmm. of just like guys like circle jerking like I'm fucking smart like I'm the fucking be-. like that's a am- like that's amazing yeah you're gonna go so far in life uh-huh. and you're gonna make a lot of money so much money so much money with just a bachelor's degree which is insane yeah the entry level oh my god fucking crazy okay we're gonna go on to the next hi so um I'm 23 years old and I just recently got out of a relationship but um, so when me and this guy were dating, his ex started watching my Instagram stories. Like she didn't follow me on Instagram. She just would watch my stories. So a couple of weeks after we broke up, I noticed she was still watching my Instagram stories, which when we were dating, it was weird, but then it was still weird. Like after we broken up, after we've broken up. So I messaged her and was like, hey, you don't have to watch my stories anymore. Um, Like, we're not together anymore. And so she sent me back this message and was like, basically was like, oh, well, I'm not, you know, in communication with him. So I just wanted to, like, see how he was doing and, like, stuff like that, which is really weird. And, like, I knew that they did communicate, like, while we were together because she messaged him while we were dating. And so... Anyways, that was super weird, but 
here recently, like, I've seen, like, signs of them, like, talking again, but they haven't, like, said they're in a relationship again, but since they've kind of made it obvious they're talking again, she's been watching my Instagram stories again, which is, again, really weird, so I don't know if I should, like, message her again or should I just, like, leave it alone? Um, So, yeah, that's just what I'm wondering. I love that you messaged her. I do too. I was not expecting the story to go that way. I mm-hmm. thought it was just going to end with, hey, this is weird. Um, what should I do? But yeah. no, you messaged her. So she like knows that, you know. Yeah. And it takes, well, it's not like so much energy, but it takes so much thought to sit and search for someone that you don't follow and then watch their stories. Oh, as somebody who does it. I know. It's a lot. And also the fact that you, so I've just been blocked from the people mm-hmm. that I would follow. So from multiple accounts. Um, <laughs> I know. Uh, but so I like very much applaud you. I think here's the thing. I think that, as, again, as somebody who does this, mm-hmm. it comes from an insecurity. Like she's coming at it from like the fact that like not, she just feels shitty about like herself and maybe her situation and she's comparing herself to you and so for her she's trying to get ammo in either direction she's trying Mm -hmm. to get ammo in the sense that like oh my god that negative thought in my brain i'm right i'm the worst like this girl's so much cooler than me she's so much prettier than me her life's so much cooler than me or she's looking at it and like is like fuck this girl like my she's so lame like i'm so much better but regardless none of it has anything to do with you and i think like messaging her doesn't really it doesn't really do anything I think, like, if you want to do anything, I think probably the best thing to do, because I think it'll also be better for her mental health. Again, as somebody who's been blocked so many times, it now takes me so much more energy and effort to go search for someone and, like, the specific person that I'm talking about. It takes so much time because I can't just go onto my Instagram and look. I can't go onto my Finsta and look. I literally have to go onto a website and type in their name and, like, look. And it just makes it harder to do. And so it's less, like, pouring salt in a wound because it's less easier access. So I think hiding your story That's you don't have to block say. her but because and i would unfollow him too yeah i would unfollow him and i would just hide your mm-hmm. story from her and i think that's a great way and you can also hide your story from him mm-hmm. if you want to too but i think like for her she's gotten into this habit when she still when when you were dating the guy that she still had feelings for she got into the habit of it and even though you guys ended it and you're there together. She's just in the habit. So yeah. I think like preventing that from happening because it's yeah, it's not like a she's just yeah, she's just using you and what you post and your stories and your content as like ammo to like fulfill whatever narrative she's she needs to fulfill at that time. And yeah. that's not your responsibility. Wow. It's like I really therapized myself. With this I want one. you to like repeat this. Hey, like, but play I it told back. you that I know now I do. have to go on websites and mm-hmm. I don't do it as often. Yeah, that's good. It that's is like yeah. I think you'll break the habit. It's like when I first it, deleted mm-hmm. Facebook. Well, the first step was like I deleted it from my phone and then I just completely canceled my whole account. Yeah. But I was still in the habit of always going to Facebook.com. Yeah. Like when I got on the computer, I'd sit down and my fingers would just automatically type it. Mm-hmm. But then eventually, yeah, it just stopped, and I don't do it anymore. And it, it is a, it is like a habit, and mm-hmm. I've gotten into like when I got blocked before I knew about the websites, and I was like blocked for like a good amount of time. It was like I was pissed off, and but then you just unlearn it. It just mm-hmm. becomes like, oh, this is not. Yeah. And I deleted it from my homepage when it used to be Great. just the Instagram account. Right. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, no, I think I think it's uh, it's a good it's a good lesson. 
if I, if I, my arch nemesis, imagine if this is my arch nemesis. It's not. Oh, then it's I a, don't know who you're talking it's about. A very, what? No, but it's like it's a different. I'm saying it's a it's a totally different situation. Got it. Got it. Got, like, it, got, it, got it. I thought you were you oh, are no. referring. Oh to no, your no, 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 no. Yeah, but I'm saying like yes. if my arch nemesis called in, this is not the situation of my arch nemesis. No, but it no. would have been like a some bitch just looking at my Instagram. Mm-hmm. Like, who me? What? <laughs> no. Uh, but yeah. So yeah, you're good. Yeah. On to the next. Hi, Megan, Melissa, and guests. So I am 22, and I just graduated college, um, and I need some advice about something that's kind of weird, but I also feel like a lot of people can kind of relate to it. I am in a relationship currently, and the guy that I'm dating is also my ex. So we dated senior year of high school through junior year of college, and then broke up for an entire year and then got back together um, in December of last year. So December 2018. And while that year that we were broken up, I like went kind of like did my own thing. Like I met a bunch of guys, hooked up with people, made a bunch of friends and all of that. And it was really great. And then when I got back together with my ex, I kind of realized that I wasn't fully over that phase in my life. Like I still want to like go out and experiment and stuff like that. There's a part of me that thinks that maybe I should um, maybe bring up an open relationship to my boyfriend, but I'm afraid that if I do that, I will like fully end up leaving. And the problem is, is that I love my boyfriend so much and I love his family, but I'm having a trouble. I'm having trouble connecting with him like sexually. Um, So I just need some advice. And on top of that, the guys that I hooked up with during that year of me just like really finding out who I am and stuff like that, the guys I hooked up with were all really, really good at sex. And unfortunately, my boyfriend is not the most experienced. So I'm just kind of struggling with that as well. Um, But yeah, if you could help or if anybody else um, could give some advice, that'd be great. Thank you. Love the podcast. There's a lot to unpack here. Yeah. I mean, I think the first thing that you need to do is figure out your deal breakers because sexual compatibility and all of that kind of stuff, like you saying, like, I feel like if I had brought up an open relationship, like that'd be the end of us. Mm -hmm. And it would only be the end of you. I mean, if if he's not respectful of like what you want, then also he's not your guy. But or also, she's saying that I might she would find walk somebody away. else that I that, that is better. Yeah, I think you need to figure out your deal breakers because like if this if you're not being satisfied here, that's not like that's not on you. you. Yeah. Like this is something that like you have every right to be like okay our relationship didn't it's not going to end like we're not going to be our end each other's end all be all and i think if you want to be in an open relationship if he says no to that you have to figure out like do i want to be in this relationship exactly how it is and have nothing change Mm -hmm. or do i want this relationship and it can change and we can have we can have an open relationship we can like our sex can get better and if he's not willing to do the things that would make you want to stay in this relationship, then you don't want to be in this relationship. Mm-hmm. Like you have to look at it in that kind of way because like there's so much of like the caveats of being like, well, everything's perfect except this. I'm going to stick around until this and this and this. But if you're with a partner who's not willing to like do their part in changing that and getting it to be in a relationship that like is fulfilling for both of you, then it's not 
it's never going to get there. And then you're holding on to something that's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it feels like to me that you're comfortable being with him. Like you can, she's dated him for a long yeah, time. You guys, I don't even think you, I would call him your ex. I would say yeah. like, he's your boyfriend that you yeah. guys broke up, but you're back together. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he's not your ex. He's just your boyfriend. Yeah. Um, it seems like, like you love him and you love his family, but it could be like there's different types of love. It can just be a love where you guys are great friends. And if you're not compatible sexually, then maybe he's not the one for you. Yeah. Or if there it might be also that you were out here and it was just like the sex was good because you were having like sparkly new sex that you mm-hmm. weren't connecting with somebody emotionally. And so maybe you need to or not need to maybe a suggestion would be to um like find things to spice up your bedroom. There might be things that you like and other guys were doing it and your boyfriend might necessarily not know you that you like yeah, it. Yeah, you or, might not even have known. Yeah, or like you guys are like, you he he might have been like your first, I don't know, just because you were dating so young in high school Um, that you were like used to a certain type of sex and now you've experienced other things and you're like, hey, I'm interested in this. So yeah. introducing new things in the bedroom. And I think there's something like when you're hooking up with uh, new people or one night stand or anything like that, you can feel a little bit more comfortable mm-hmm. asking for what you want because you're just like or doing things that you wouldn't normally do. Yeah. And having someone else suggest something and being like, sure, let's go for it because you don't have anything to compare it to with mm-hmm. that person necessarily. And so for you and him, I think you're right. You could just be slipping into like the old ways mm-hmm. and you've had all these new experiences, which has made you want to experience those things with him. And I think you also need to figure out, do you want to... Do you want to have those experiences with him or do you want to have those experiences? Mm-hmm. And was what part of the thing you liked a lot about those experiences? Was it the physical acts of things that were happening or was it like you said, the new people, the mm-hmm. different stuff? Like, was that something that was also a turn on? Because I think you're right in like the comfortable sense of uh, different kinds of love. And I think you can like love somebody in a romantic way and still have all of those feelings for them and have it not like be it. And that's a really hard relationship to let go of when there's like nothing. It's like extremely wrong. There's, it's Mm -hmm. just not it. Love just isn't enough. Yeah. And I think that's also like something that you learn a lot when you're older. It's like, it's so much, you can like love somebody, but if you're at different places in your life, if you Mm -hmm. don't want, if someone wants kids, someone else doesn't want kids. It's all of these things that like, in, in the scheme of things, they're just one thing on a con list and everything else is pro, but th- it, it does all play into like what you want your life to be like. Um, so I would say like speak up sexually with him, but then also really think about the fact like, is it all of those things that I did sexually with these guys and how good they were at sex? Is that what I want my boyfriend to be like or those experiences? Do I want to have because you're saying I feel like I'm, I wasn't done with those experiences. Are you not done could you introduce those experiences into a relationship? Or are you not done with those experiences with new people mm-hmm. being single? Um, and if that's the case, I think um, having an honest conversation with him. But I would also, if you're talking about an open relationship, I think a relationship needs to be incredible. And we've talked about this with like people who've been in, who are uh, polyamorous, who've been in open relationships, who've been guests on the podcast before. An open relationship needs to be a way to have a he- the way to have a healthy open relationship. As Gabby said, it's about. Um, it's about your relationship. It's about mm-hmm. bringing you and your partner closer. Right. And that's going to be a turn on for both of you. And it's not something that someone does to keep the other partner, or to mm-hmm. appease the other partner. Um, 
it needs to be something that brings you closer. So if you feel like you are drifting away and you feel like that's it, I think emotionally sparing him uh, the like emotional turmoil of being in an open relationship and then breaking up. Like, I don't think that's, I would try and avoid that if yeah. I were you, unless later down the road, you already spice up your own sex life between you and him. Mm-hmm. Spice it up there and feel, decide if that's something that you like are comfortable with and you're good with and like you feel like and then have it be like okay this is a new thing that's gonna bring us closer right it's not like i'm not getting this from you so i need to get it from somebody else yeah and i wonder if like a part of it too is that you had mentioned that he was inexperienced so are you hoping that he goes out and gets more experience and brings it back too mm. yeah. yeah and you I also don't, don't have to have you can read you can yeah. learn all of this stuff it doesn't have to be like actual like acting that's about but also i wonder too if, if you want him do you want him to also go explore other stuff because you want him to gain experience and bring it into your relationship or also do you want do you, is there a part of you that feels a little guilty that you experience mm-hmm. and had all this other stuff and so you feel good like you'd be okay leaving this relationship but you're you want him to feel like empowered and yeah. sexy and that he's desired and all of that stuff because again you guys just might not be it mm-hmm. and that might and that's also like okay and you can like love someone's family and like that and they can it can they can have served your relationship it can have been great but it doesn't necessarily mean that that's who yeah. you're gonna spend the rest of your life with right so have a conversation with them mm-hmm. and let us know how it goes dress up somebody else yeah <laughs> wear a wig <laughs> <laughs> okay guys we're gonna take a quick break and we'll be right back This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science, with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. 
Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Today's episode is brought to you by a sponsor we love, 310 Nutrition. 310 Nutrition is helping us, you, our listeners, in the new year with protein and superfood-rich products with so many options and flavors for your personal preferences. They're adding new products all of the time, and I just got my... I mean, I didn't just get my package. I just got a, 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 a secondary of my package. And I, as someone who needs electrolytes to function there, it's like elixir from the gods. I cannot sing their praises enough, specifically the cucumber flavor of this electrolyte mix is delicious. Like it's, it's so good. I've even like had it on like ice and been like I'm drinking like a drink drink like you can throw a little straw in there I'll, and, and it's it's delicious it's so good and I just I love they're filled with so many great ingredients that really help if you're like me and you like you know medically need some electrolytes but also if you're working out if you're sweating hot summer day you're going to an amusement park you're on your feet for a long period of time all of that um most of us are not getting the electrolytes we need yeah I drink mine specifically when I am working out it's my beverage while I'm working out. I just take one stick of the hydrate, mix it in with my bottle of water. 16 ounces of water can provide the same amount of hydration equal to drinking two to three bottles of water if you got that hydrate in there. They also have the all-in-one shakes, which I absolutely love. I'm running low, so I got to get some more. But um, I love the chocolate bliss the vanilla cream the caramel sundae i have all three of those flavors sometimes i mix and match them sometimes i'll use it when i'm baking or i'll just drink it straight and it is they're so good they have a triplex protein blend plant-based proteins that include pea brown rice and pumpkin that makes it so delicious you can get fiber and superfood blends with more than 25 organic fibers and superfoods blended into one easy, delicious shake. And they also have 310's four shake flavor starter kit, which lets you sample all the flavors for only $9. Right now, 310 is celebrating a new year of goals with Don't Blame Me and giving our listeners 50% off up to $100 for your first order. With so many sample packs, new products, it's really fun and super easy to put together an order, or you can start a subscription on products you know you'll use. Go to 310nutrition.com and use the code BLAMEME right now for 50% off up to $100 for your first order. That's 310nutrition.com and use code BLAMEME. In our live stream, our listeners are always recommending and talking about books. So we're so excited about Book of the Month because this is something that our listeners are going to love. This is a brand that I've been familiar with for a, a long time. I like love watching people talk about it. I love seeing what books people are reading and like what books they have available. And I, I, I love I love everything about it. So I'm so excited uh, for someone who like, <laughs> you know, the ease of getting into a book, a lot of it can feel like really daunting. So to have like a service where it's like, you're going to get like high quality hardcover books, which that's my preferred way to read at incredible prices. 
but also curated. So it's like amazing, cool, wonderful, great. This is, it's kind of like a, a straight shot into that and something that book of the month you can do over and over and over again. And one of the great things about it is the longer you are part of the program, the cheaper the books get. Book of the Month's mission is to help readers discover new books they love and promote the work of emerging authors. One of the amazing things about Book of the Month is that every aspect of Book of the Month experience is designed to be fun and special for readers. First of all, the books come in a bright blue box, which is very pretty. Me and Megan were just talking about them. There's also a fun app to pick your books and track reading progress and as well there are reading challenges and rewards and book of the month makes it really easy to decide what book to read next which for me is like the biggest hurdle i love when other people make choices for me especially when they're good choices and i'm like cool i can trust you so each month the editorial team reads through hundreds of new titles and they pick some of the best new books for you to choose from all of the books are so good you can't go wrong and i mean that wholeheartedly when we were picking like our selects for this i was like wait this, I like all of them. This is hard. And I literally coordinated with Melissa and I was like, okay, so these are like my top ones. I'm assuming they will be yours. So don't pick the same one as me. So then we can swap afterwards. And that's what we did. So we got the ministry of time by Killian Bradley. And we also received the return of Ellie Black by Emiko Jean. The ministry of time is like, people are calling it like, if you're a fan of Outlander and like spy novels or time traveling books, it's quoted from town and country saying it's really innovative fun storytelling the ministry of time is definitely for you and listed as 45 of the must read books for spring 2024 and then harper's bazaar also said part time travel romance part spy thriller and 100 percent multifaceted joyride <gasps> when i tell you that i was like sold we're also excited about the return of ellie black and this one is about a missing girl who returns but that isn't the end of the story it's only the beginning. We both like a, a, a detective book. This one is uh, 20 years since detective Chelsea Calhoun's sister vanishes. Ever since Chelsea has been searching for signs for closure for other missing girls. But happy endings are rare in Chelsea's line of work, which that sounds so intriguing. And I'm looking forward to reading this novel so much. Can't wait. And we're so excited to usher in this new sponsor. And we know y'all are already going to love this. Plus, we've been recommended this so many times. Mm -hmm. So I, I we, we've already got fans in you. Try the service yourself at bookofthemonth.com. And you can get your first book for $5 with code PEDALS. That is your first book, $5 at bookofthemonth.com using code PEDALS. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowl and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowl and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Okay, guys, we're back from our break, and we're going to hop into the rest of the girls. Um, I'm 25. My boyfriend, who I just started dating recently, is 30. And the woman <laughs> that is his friend in this scenario, she's around 40. Okay. So, basically, he has had this long time, long time meaning like a year and a half friend, who is a woman, um for a while and they're really close they're like basically best friends and they hang out and talk a lot and they see each other every day at work as well which is fine the issue first of all is that he kind of hid her from me for a while because he was afraid of how i would react to him having female friends because i guess it's gone sour with other girls okay i don't have a problem with that then he kind of hid and then revealed that they also at one point made out when they were drunk like a year ago. And so just the fact that he like didn't tell me that when I asked him if they ever had anything happen between them um, kind of irked me. Okay. So that has kind of surfaced these insecurities and this anxiousness that I haven't really experienced in other relationships because I'm usually someone who is very much like I trust you go do whatever you want be friends with whatever you know um but now I'm having these feelings that I haven't dealt with before and um for example today like right now he's at a movie with her they went and had dinner and they're at a movie and um he's very like reassuring and he knows that I'm struggling and so he tries really hard to reassure me he's like I'll call you after um, do you want to play video games after, um, you know, just trying to reassure me and I'm just trying to figure out how to uh, be 
how to just accept it and move on because I don't like feeling like this and I don't want him to make to feel controlled but I'm also like what boundary does there need to be and the other thing is that I know that she has feelings for him it's really obvious to me and he even said like yeah that is definitely a possibility and I can see why you would think that so anyway just I need some advice on what how to handle this how to handle what I'm feeling and not be controlling at the same time so thank you I hate your boyfriend so fucking much you are not controlling at all you're not being controlling you are not being controlling you are not being controlling dump his cheating ass because he's fucking her like like they made out one time when they were drunk. No, you know what that's no. code word for? We fucking. fucked. We yeah. fucked. And the fact, oh, this makes me so mad. First of all, someone's hiding someone from you, a mm-hmm. person. There's a reason they're hiding it. Mm-hmm. It's not because of your reaction. That's gaslighting. Yeah. And if this has happened, he said he was hiding because this um, has happened to him before. Like they've only been friends for a year and a half. So like. How many girls are you hiding this girl from? Right. How, like what? Mm-hmm. It doesn't add up. Here's the thing. <sighs> As some, I, I, I very much have been in your position and I understand what this is like. But the thing is that you have to get it's here. You're being gaslit. And that's like a it's a big phrase to use. And I'm also we've talked about this on the podcast before. It's a big term to use. And it really comes in like the Twitter cancer culture of like, wow, fuck you, fuck mm-hmm. you, this kind of stuff. And I think a lot of the times we think that we know that it's happening and it's a really obvious manipulation evil this is like a villain who does this kind of thing and it's super clear and it's not it's in the narrative and it's in the way and the words that you're using of controlling women don't call themselves controlling men call women controlling and we think that we have become controlling and we think that it's a statement we've created ourselves but it's not it's not a statement that we come out of the womb thinking about ourselves at all and there is no there is, and I'm just, again, I just say this because I understand there is nothing more like the, the epitome of gaslighting is telling someone that you lied to them because of what they were afraid of your reaction and your interpretation would be. Then that's where I t- say, well, I would be upset if you had, if you cheated, but right. I wouldn't be upset if you had a friend. It's like, well, I thought you would because other girls would be. Not true. That's not a true thing. That's not a true statement. If he's dating you, he should think highly enough of you that you're not like this, like, and like you said, you are a self-proclaimed not jealous person, Mm -hmm. which means he has no reason in this relationship to assume that he should need to hide something. He's going to hide something that has actual meaning to it. And then on top of that, if he, the fact that he lied immediately and was like, no, no, nothing's ever happened. Then you finally get it out. Like they kissed and they were drunk again going to tell you right here. They had sex. Like, mm-hmm. FYI, they had sex. Even if he won't tell it or admit it to you and he swears on his life, on anyone's life, they had sex. Just going to break it to you. And I feel like I'm going to be mean to you because you need to break up with him and I'm going to be super yeah. blunt about it. On top of that, the fact that this is how you know the truth. This is my hack of how the truth comes. If the, if the full truth is out, things change mm-hmm. and things adapt. He would not be hanging out with her. He wouldn't need you to tell him that. He would do that on his own accord because he would be realizing and knowing, I admitted, I lied, I fucked up. Here, I'm going to do everything in my power to prove to you and to show you how much I care about you without assuming and knowing that this is going to guarantee that we're going to be back together. I'm yep. just going to do this to prove it to myself and to prove it to you. He's not doing that, which means there are still lies. He's still hanging out with her. He's still doing all this. So if he were to stop hanging out with her, it would have to be on your own accord, which then puts the blame and the fault in your court, not his. And he's able to protect that lie, which is 
they are fucking. And yep. all of it, and the fact that he's coming up with like you saying it seems like she could have feelings for you, him saying yes is getting his ass out of it too to be like, yeah, so if you see us or you see our conversations and you read it as flirty, I'm going to make you think it's her flirting with me and me not flirting with her and it's not reciprocated. And if he was a good guy, would not hang out with her, nope. would not do any of this, would nope. not do anything to make you feel this way at all. And the fact that he's being like, well, you're feeling that like knowing that you feel this way and putting that on you again, it's gaslighting and he's cheating on you. If she's such a great person, then he should and their friends. He should want you to be friends with her. Yeah. Yeah. If, I'm just talking no, like from it, like it, personal, logistically, like yeah. personal experience, like um. Everyone here knows that I'm friends with my exes. Oh, but the, you one mean from, a, the, from the beginning? Yeah, from the beginning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that makes sense. Like, when um, one of my exes, he started dating his um, current girlfriend. We did not, like, we didn't hang out at all. Yeah. Like, we stopped hanging out one-on-one, period. And then once, like, they realized, like, they were serious about each other, he invited me to come meet her because mm-hmm. he was like, like I like you're awesome. She's awesome. I think you guys will be friends. I hang out with them. I hang out with her a lot. Mm-hmm. I never hang out with just him. And that's also and that's you being respectful of and the relationship. He, and he knows that too. And he's never asked me just yeah. like to hang out with him because it's disrespectful of the mm-hmm. relationship and the fact that as a woman who supports other women, the fact that she is hanging out with your boyfriend is because. He's not calling her. Yep. He's not calling you his girlfriend to her. She's not doing... She, you are either being painted as my super controlling ups, girlfriend who like won't let me do anything and she's such a drag. We're totally going to break up. And she's like, okay, well, I'll wait around until like this is my... You're giving me my little caveat, like my little like squeeze in and like I'm just waiting. Or he's completely downplaying your whole relationship so she doesn't think that she's being the other woman. Mm-hmm. Or she's a cunt. Yep. But like there are three options and all of them involve your boyfriend being an absolute jackass. That lied to you and still lying to you. Why are they out at the movies together without That's you there? In it's absolute and the fact that like even now if he's being forthcoming about that information that's his cover. That's not actually doing anything. And he thinks that she has feelings for him. Yeah. Like, and he's admitted that to you. If you think that somebody has feelings for you, that is so disrespectful so, to go dick. hang out with. It's disrespectful to both parties. Um, like to hang out with mm-hmm. her, leading leading the coworker on to make it feel like yeah. that, like, you know, she has a chance. And then disrespectful for, for you because he's hanging out with someone that he knows has feelings for him. Yeah. And, and, no, and knows made that out you know before. it. And is being like, Just yeah. made out. And also they're on a date. And I'm going to be, yes. again, level with you and say this. And I say this out of love because you need to break up with him. He thinks you're a fucking idiot. Mm-hmm. Like, he thinks you're a straight up idiot. And he's treating you like a fucking idiot. So don't be an idiot. Mm-hmm. And like... I love you and I'm so glad you called in the podcast. And again, as someone who's been there, I just have to tell you, like, you have to fucking wake up and realize if someone's treating you like shit, it's because they think shit of you. No one who you who respects you and does all that stuff. That's not where he's at. And if he was there, this would have changed and everything would have changed. And you get there was an opportunity for him to, like, be honest and come forth with all of this stuff. And you found what you found. And I think I I believe that there's redemption for everybody, but he has to want it. And he clearly does not give a shit Mm -hmm. and clearly is not trying to fix this or do anything to fix it or even cover up anything. He's now hiding the fact that he's cheating on you in plain sight. And it's so fucking disrespectful of like your intelligence and what he cares about you, how he cares about her. And you just need to end it and be done and know that like she might not even be the only girl he's sleeping with besides you. Like, and I would 
like this is a scary thing like or whatever but like I, I would get tested if i were you mm-hmm. and i would just fucking cut him out of your life and be done and don't listen to his gaslighting shit at all because that's like I totally understand what it's like to be there and you're putting all this fault and blame on yourself and your own reactions. And it's everything that you're saying. You've called into a podcast of people telling you like he's being a manipulative, cheating ass. And none of those things that you have about like worrying about being controlling and you want to get over it and all of that stuff. That's not how this works. Again, as somebody who's in therapy, there's not the idea if anyone tells you you need to get over something that's that's that that's trying to shove away and push away your valid emotions that come from like actual legitimate actions and it's someone trying to get away with more shit it's like please just get over it so we can move on because i don't want you to figure out the rest of the shit Mm -hmm. and if you need to figure it all out go through his phone go through his messages go through everything and you'll see it all go to the movie sit behind them Mm -hmm. follow him in your car with your friend like there if you need more evidence which again i understand like i get that Mm -hmm. and there might be there is a part when you're being gaslit there's so much of like you, you begin to question your own reality and of being like, am I doing this? Like, what's real? What's not? What am I reading into? What am I not? Go with a friend. Tell your friend the whole thing. Again, you have people here who've been like, yeah, no, 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 you're not crazy. And build up that evidence that you might need. If you don't need that, great. But if you need that evidence, build that evidence up and you'll see it. Go through um, if he has any apps on his phone that you don't know what they mean and they mm-hmm. potentially kind of look like a lock or something like that. That's usually password protected hidden photos and hidden mm-hmm. text messages. I would also check to see what her name and his phone is. I would look at her initials because he probably is keeping her name. Look at the male version of his name. Look through the text, even if it looks like text of his friends. If it's he's probably hiding her there under something else, look in his deleted photo album, look at Instagram DMs. And here's the big one that will (laughs) this will blow your mind. Look at his Slack messages between her if they're working together. Like get look at all of this shit and it will not you will no longer be able to. It's an empowering it's, it's an empowering feeling to know that you are not wrong like you are right you're validated in these like feelings and if you need all of that information and you need all of that evidence find it cuz I promise you it's there it's there and cuz you need to break up with him cuz he's a fucking piece of shit and yeah. there's nothing he's doing that's there's no redeeming quality of him at all and I and we've said this before I don't think it's about like the actions that we make that deem like if we're a good or a bad person or um if our relationship relationship is doomed or not it's about how you recover from it and mm-hmm. he's not doing that he's playing you like a fucking fiddle I hate this guy. I hate him too. And also, if you need some help finding evidence, I fully can. If you want me to slide into his DMs on my Finsta and I'll like pimp my Finsta out with some hot pics, or I can slide into his DMs on my regular one and like flirt and then show you he's a piece of shit. Yeah, but you've got to unfollow her first. Yeah, unfollow me before you do that. Yeah. But let me know. Don't unfollow me until like you say you want me to do that. Yeah. I need to know. So then we'll we'll coordinate. Yeah. But um, yeah. And uh let us know how it goes. Or just DM us on Instagram on Don't Blame Meme Pod if you don't want to come out and say all of it. Yeah. But, Whew. yeah, I'm fuck sorry. that dude. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm so sorry. And I'm sorry that I was mean, but like, you need to break up with him. Yeah. He's a piece of shit. I just love how, like, oh, we drunkenly made out. Is It is universal term for we fucked. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I've drunkenly made out with a lot of people. <laughs> Hello, Megan and Melissa. Um, okay, so I called him before, but honestly, it was a mess. Um, and other stuff has happened. So, okay. So, um, I was having, so here's like a backstory. Okay. So I was having like problems like with like my, like period, whatever. And I had an IUD. Um, I went in, had an ultrasound of my IUD. Everybody said it was fine. You're good. And that was on June 
fifth. And then June 11th, I hook up with a guy um, after I broke up with my ex-girlfriend. Um, so he was, like, definitely, like, rebound. Um, but we had discussed beforehand, um, like, the cleanliness of the both of us. Like, we were both STD-free, and I had an IUD. So as far as I knew, we were safe. Um, but that was not the case because I found that out that I was pregnant pregnancy. on July 13th. Um, I went in immediately that day, um, to go get checked out. Um, they had me come back, uh, a couple days later to try and get the IUD out. They couldn't, so they sent me home. Uh. Um, the next day I was at work, um, and I had this, like, really sharp pain. Um, ended up getting rushed to the, uh, to the emergency room. Um, I had an ultrasound. Turns out that, um, it was a tubular pregnancy. Um, and it had erupted and I was bleeding internally. So, um, I went in for emergency surgery. Um, and I like don't have a tube now on my left side. So now I'm like <laughs> without a tube. Um, but I can still have baby, so it's okay. Um, so he like still like reached out to me, like wanted to like see me. Um, but, and he knows that I had the surgery, but like he thinks it's because like it's, like, I have, like, a tube, like, a cyst on my tube, whatever. Um, but now I'm, pregnant? like, having bills come in, and um, it's pretty expensive from this surgery. And would it be wrong of me to ask no. to, like, alleviate some of, like, my stress, like, in regards to, like, the bills? Because, like, technically, it does take two to tango. <laughs> um, and, like, how should I tell him? Um, I just, I, I, I just, I don't know how to go about this, and it, like, stresses me out, so please help me. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, my God. First of all, I'm so sorry. Like, that is, I mean, even you said you don't want kids, so it's, like, a no, it's not a no, that's, like, a painful and expensive experience, mm-hmm. so I'm so sorry that my vagina is clenching just thinking about it. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, this is, I mean, it's tricky, I I'm very much in the camp of I think you should be honest with him and tell him like, hey, FYI, it wasn't actually a cyst on my fallopian tube. Like uh, that time, remember we had sex and I thought my IUD was fine. Turns out it wasn't actually working and I got pregnant and it was uh, like a, a tubular pregnancy. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was what happened and like it actually ruptured. I think I would start by just telling him that. Um And I think from there, I think hopefully it would be fantastic if he was like, oh, my gosh, I'm so sorry. Like, that's crazy. And you you can even respond. And like, this is how I would probably bring it up. And then I would find like, yeah, it sucks. And like, good God, like how fucking expensive. Like, I thought having a kid was having expensive. I can't believe like and me making a joke like this is like and it's like bleeding me dry. This is so expensive sort of a thing. And he might offer um, from there. But I think you have every right to like say like, hey this might feel like a little like uncomfortable and I just thought I'd ask. And if it's no, okay. But I feel like I should just ask, this is actually what happened. And it's really expensive. If there's any chance that like you'd be able to contribute at all, that'd be great. If not, it is what it is because he has no legal he has obligation. No obligation. It's more at the fault of the doctor that you went to before and said that everything yeah. was fine. It's their fault. Yeah. And I think is, and in the same sense of like a birth control pill, when you take it every month, mm-hmm. there is like you're taking this 
under the condition they're not liable for anything that might ha- like the that's why they say 99% right. effective and all that stuff. It's like the healthcare and the company's way of getting out of lawsuits of this right. kind of stuff. So I think he doesn't I think it'd be great if he had to pay you for it. I think more you're more than anything I think the hospital should have like your doctor yeah. should have to pay like for you it. You went there, you had pain. Yeah. They're not obligated to pay for it, but they misdiagnose you. Yeah. Um, and you thought you were fine, you had sex, but Yeah. I like any form of pregnancy, it's never 100%. Yeah. There's always a chance you can get pregnant. In this case, you did, and it was a tubular pregnancy. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, it caused a lot of further issues, but he has no obligation to do anything. No, but that doesn't mean you can't like ask. ask. You yeah. can ask, but there is there is no guarantee. Mm-hmm. And also, like... It's it's not like he could say he could and then he doesn't. And mm-hmm. it's not like you could follow up with like lawyers or anything like that. It's kind of more if he wants to, it'd be a really great thing. And I would like love that. And a lo- most I think every guy I know would definitely be like, oh, my God, 100 um, percent. But I think there's no harm in asking. Yeah. Um, you might have a bruised ego if he says no. Yeah. But you don't know the answer unless you ask. Yeah. Which I think is great. And then also, yeah, as like a lesson for all of this stuff I think like it's great like I I have a friend who have had an IUD um and her boyfriend they were hooking up one time and he like felt Felt it it. yeah I had one friend too and that then it that there's some sort of like things can fall and be misplaced Mm and uh doctors will always tell you like oh no you'll know you'll feel it and in your case you did feel it and they misdiagnosed you but I've had friends who didn't feel it and then something happened and that kind of stuff so I think like the safest way especially if you're having even if someone you're clean with like you both say that you're clean I think or STD free oh yeah sorry sorry. I don't like that yeah um I think if you both if you have a conversation with uh, a partner the first time you're having sex and you say that you're both STD free I think precautionary it's courteous to both of you to still use protection mm-hmm. the first couple times. I think like for me, I'm like, oh my gosh, wow, this is so, this is like, this is, I, I want I want you to be concerned about your own sexual health. I don't want you to think that I'm lying about, I don't want, I'm not going to say like, oh, if you wear a condom and I've told you that I'm STD free, you're going to think that I'm like, I'm lying or anything like that. I think it's just a courteous thing that yeah. is kind of like all of those precautions and even if it's someone that you don't plan on sleeping with for long term even just like you like a fuck buddy maybe the first couple times you and even though you have this other form of birth control it's just an added mm-hmm. it's an added form also this should be like something that all women should be aware of if you think that there's something wrong with your body don't just settle like for one doctor's opinion get a second opinion yeah. and a third if you still think like there's something wrong mm-hmm. and um no one and everyone's saying it's fine especially when it comes to like reproductive and sexual mm-hmm. health because that's something that unless you have those parts regardless of gender you are the only one who knows what that feels like and knows what that's like and there's so much of like i've learned so much of like the oh you just, you just have bad cramps that's all that like it's all you have, that's all there is to it and mm-hmm. that's also there's so much more and we know when something's up we're very in tune and in touch with our bodies uh and so if you know something's up, like you said, yeah, don't find another doctor because it sucks that doctors are the ones we're supposed to trust, but mm-hmm. it's not always that case. Yeah. Or they might miss something and yeah. the next doctor has a better eye for yeah. it. Yeah. But um, I'm so sorry that happened. And I truly hope that financially he's able to 
chip in and help, which yeah. would be great. Okay, guys, it's time for Don't Blame Them. And this is when you guys call in with your own advice from previous episodes. Hi there. Um, I'm calling in response to a question that was asked on an Eminem episode. And the girl was talking about her sex anxiety and asking for advice about that. So actually, I've been going through sex anxiety for about two years now. Um, I'm not really sure where it started. There was no trauma or anything that would have led me up to it. Um, my husband and I, when we first met, used to have amazing sex all the time. I mean, we were like 18 to 19 and I was a virgin and lost it to him, but it used to be really good. And then I started getting so anxious during sex that it would literally hurt to penetrate. I would want to cry. I would, he could tell, he would be like, well, you're not into this. So what do we need to do? It would make him feel like I wasn't into him. And so recently, you know, I actually said to him the one day, like, oh, I don't know. Like, I just can't get into this. I'm having a lot of anxiety right now, and I don't know why. And, you know, he was he was like, okay, well, what can we do? And this thought just came to mind, like, we just put on some music. And honestly, the music helped so much because I could listen to it um, and it kind of put a mood like it wasn't just quiet silence like okay we're having sex I have to perform and my moaning and this and that I kind of just could relax and so that's helped me a lot with the anxiety and also sex toys if you feel like you're not getting wet enough or you're just not feeling pleasure believe me if you can use a sex toy on your clit even during penetrative sex usually for me that puts me in the mood eventually and um you know, I think it's just a phase that we go through. If you're having a lot of anxiety, it just, it goes into other parts of your life. So sex life also. And I'm about to be up on time, but I just want to say, um, you got this. You're not alone. I just talked to another friend about this and try some of the uh, tips. And I hope your sex life is great and you're having lots of good wet sex. Bye. <laughs> so we That's always try to tell you. I hope you have for good, <laughs> good wet sex. Oh, I love that. Me too. That's great. No, I think you're, I think it's also a very insightful point to say, like, when you're anxious, that anxiety, it manifests in other parts that you might not necessarily be anxious about, but it's like a physical feeling. Mm -hmm. That's what I've like learned through therapy and stuff. It's like, there are certain things that like, it's also some, some people find that like, if they uh, don't sleep enough, they get more anxious because your body will Mm -hmm. mimic that physical feeling first. And then it's like, Oh, this is the same feeling as anxiety, and mm-hmm. then it's like, oh no, no, wait, but it, it's not—it's not anxiety. Don't turn it into this. Don't yep. don't spiral it from here. Yeah, I start taking naps in the middle of the day for the same reason. Because then it, you, you just recalibrate your yep. body, and it's like, no, no, these are not—it's the same feeling. It doesn't just like rush to that kind of feeling, um, which I think, yeah, it's 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 very very smart, and I do wish good wet sex on everybody. <laughs> Me too. Wet consensual sex. Yes, and like, yeah, good sex mm-hmm. with like. You know, if you want it to, or if you want to orgasm or not. Personally, I'm, I'm that's, that's how I want my sex to go. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I think that was great advice. Yeah. Thank you. And um. Well, we've come to the end of the Eminem. I was gonna try and rhyme. We've come to, to the, the end. Eminem. Mm. Mm. K. 
Okay. No, I'm done. For sure. Great. Yeah. Um, so if you guys want to be on an upcoming episode, you can leave us a voicemail at 310-694-0976. And international listeners, you can send us an audio file at meganpodcast at gmail.com. Check out our Instagram, Don't Blom Meme Pod, our own Instagrams and all of our socials we link down below. What else do we have? Oh, watch it on YouTube. Yeah. Go listen, leave reviews wherever you listen to your podcasts. We've got some exciting announcement coming soon. So make sure you're following our Instagram mm-hmm. account. Oh, yeah. It's going to be good. Mm-hmm. Um. So, yeah. Cool, guys. We'll see you next time. Goodbye. Bye. Don't Blame Me is a production by me. Executive produced by Melissa DeMonts, camera operator Amanda Lechner, and music by Ryan Hunter and Giacomo Picasso, part of the HerPod Network.